You know, we could have recorded this when we did the first part. Where's the previously on? There's no previously on? How are they? Never mind, it's fine. From approximately coast to coast, five, four, three, two, one. Happy new incomparable radio theater. Avengers in color. Hmm. <laughs> what in the? All right. I did dream that. Get, get away! No. What is going on out there? I'm locked in! The Revengers with Anthony Adamant as John Squire and Catherine Pleasant as Anna Steele. Tonight, Twelfth Night or What You Kill, in which Squire's inquiries transpire and Anna goes boom-bang-a-bang. Work the lock. Don't think about the screaming, just work the lock. You rang. How did you do that so fast? Delicate finger work, Miss Steele. Years of thievery. Uh, Something like that. Mm, I'm sure. Practice makes perfect. Now, what was all that racket and why were we locked in? Look, isn't that Carruthers' bedroom? The door smashed to splinters. No finesse. The bolt is still shot. Maybe he didn't have the lockpicking skills to get out. And the suit of armour is still in place. I noticed. Look at the splintering, though. This was someone trying to get in. Well, shall we get in? After you. All things considered, we can forego the chivalry this time. Well, just this once. You know what? It's quiet. Too quiet. Mm, You did know what? All that screaming. I thought for sure. This should be a body, yes? So we've got a pair of murders, and no one noticed a thing. And now we have someone screaming bloody murder, but... As the song goes, I ain't got no body. Pardon me, but what is going on here? What has happened to Mr Carruthers' door? More to the point, what has happened to Mr Carruthers? Is he not here? Unless he's hiding in the wardrobe. It was worth a shot. I was halfway hoping for snow. Excuse me? Nothing. I will check downstairs. Perhaps he repaired to the kitchen or the bar. I doubt that very much. We were locked in our rooms from the outside. Indeed. I don't suppose you'd know how that happened, eh, Butler? 
That would be my doing, Squire. Sir Humphrey? I had thought that keeping everyone locked down might minimize the risk of any shenanigans overnight, but I see I was mistaken. If someone is determined enough. Unless Carruthers was the one up to shenanigans. To throw us all off the trail. Quite interesting. I should say, Carruthers was here when Berenson was killed as well. You don't say. I very much did say. If I may say. Mm, say away. It appears as though the bell pull in this room has been disconnected. So if Carruthers had been calling for assistance... Or help. None would have come. This is most concerning. It has been quiet downstairs, but now I wonder about the other bedrooms. It's something to check in the morning once the game has begun. It seems to me the game is already afoot, Sir Humphrey. Look at this, Squire. It's a box. And it's empty. The curious case of the box in nighttime, Miss Steele? Wherever Carruthers has gotten to, he has his game token. Or his abductor has it. Or his killer. You look awfully smart this morning, Squire. Positively tickety-boo, pip-pip and all that. Did you even get to sleep? Not much, no. And no trace of Carruthers, dead or alive? Nary hide nor hair, neither inside the manor house nor outside. Where could he be? We weren't stuck in our rooms for long. Mm, but he could have gotten away. Or been spirited away. While we were looking in his room. Good morning, John. Anna. And here I thought I was invisible again. Again? Another story for another time, Liv. I've been keeping up with your exploits, John. You seem to have more fantastical escapades these days. Just keeping up with the times. What token did you get for the game? I am a knight. Of course you are. And what about you, Anna? A castle gate. Oh dear. I would go with the knight every time. It's not as if we had our pick. What's yours, Liv? It appears to be a princess. You can say that again. I suppose that could be a queen. No, my dear. Mine would be a queen. Good morning, Mrs. Montgomery. Please, call me Gervais. We had best find our tables. See who we'll be playing with. Did you get a good night's sleep, Olivia? Me? I slept like a baby. Really? I have a prescription to help me sleep. So no, not like a baby. I didn't wake up once. Nice sleep, if you can get it. I hope to see you at my table, John. No, no, the pleasure is all mine. Olivia is something of an acquired taste, in a manner of speaking. I'll take your word for it. And I see you've met the divine Mrs. M. We chatted at the bar last night. You know she helped establish our division, yes? Oh, yes. I've been following her writings for quite some time. Excuse me, miss. Table service and everything. I'm sorry, you really do look familiar. Just one of those faces, miss. Excuse me. I suppose we'd better find where we're supposed to be. You're right here at table one. If I know Sir Humphrey... You'll be well across the room. Indeed he is. Miss Steele, I'll be playing at your table. Oh, I'm honoured. This way I can arrange for you to be killed off quickly. That rather seems counter to the whole team-building portion of the exercise. Well, that's so I can stretch my legs. And take a look around while the rest of us are occupied with the games. Yes. 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a round of Castles and Catapults. Or, I should say, several rounds, as each table is a game unto itself. At each place... I suppose you'll be here to observe while I look round. Well, observe and perhaps catnap to catch up on lost sleep. Not in a gaming mood, Squire. Uh, This is not my kind of fun and games. So to speak. Touché. At heart, the object of the game is simple. Don't die. Each group will work together to find a treasure in each camp. Give me a chessboard, a fencing foil, a loaf of bread, a jug of wine, and thou. How thou, John Squire? Or will you all share the treasure together? Make sure you have your tokens with you at all times. These are yours to keep as a, well, token of participating in the game. Now then, everyone find your places so we can begin. Play shall commence shortly. Oh, too bad the door remains locked. Play passes to Miss Steele. Remind me where I am again. You are standing in a hallway uh, underneath the throne room. Uh, There is a door. It appears to be locked, and you do not have a key, but you have a powerful axe. Am I able to pick the lock? Uh, You may try to pick the lock, or you could use your axe. And you said appears. Would that mean enchanted? An illusion? It's locked. I say, Miss Steele, are you quite certain this is the first time you've played? Hand to heart, Bernard. I should try to open this door. That is entirely up to you. If it were me, not that I should say. Oh, do go on, Sir Humphrey. This is a team sport. I would try to open the door, wouldn't you say, Castlekeeper? That is entirely up to her. Indeed. Hmm. I will try to pick the lock. Uh, roll the 12-sided die and the 8-sided die. Why not the icosahedron? The what? 20-sided one. Ah, uh, well, each die decides something different. Of course, of course. So an octahedron and a dodecahedron. Sure, let's go with that. Bernard, please. Seven and... Eleven! Here you go. Seven. Uh, you managed to pick the lock successfully and open the door. Uh, Eleven. An orc jumps out and kills you with two slashes of a sword. Just like that? Just like that. The dice pass to your right. Excellent. If you excuse me for a moment. Of course. Of course. Uh, we may have time for a fresh round in a bit. The rest of your party has not been as lucky as you. I just need to walk around a little. I'll be back. Oh, Miss Steele, don't forget your token. What? Oh, yes. Thank you, Sir Humphrey. I thought I'd leave it here. I'll be right back. You should take it. You don't want Swan here to swipe it when you weren't looking. What? Sir Humphrey, I would never... Thank you, Sir Humphrey. I say, Humphrey, why would you say such a thing? I was simply making a point. I don't much care for your point, sir. Can we get back to the team building, please? And a version of this game served as a prototype for the realm. (laughs) But that's another story for another security clearance. In that case, I shall roll for initiation. And I deploy my arrows. Bernard, would you just roll the dice? You look watchful. Eagle eye, miss. Never know when someone needs fresh water. Of course. May I get you something? 
Oh no, just stretching my legs, getting some air. Very good, miss. Oh, pardon me. I do know him. It will come to me. Hello again, Sir Knight. Any news from the frontier? You don't say. All of those trucks and the new fallen snow. But there's a clear line of them out to that cottage. Perhaps worth a look. Whose room is this, I wonder? Ah, Mrs. M. I expect you're too cagey to offer up anything. But what's this? Computer division ordered. Stand down from further development. Eyes only. Realm project. Faulty programming. <sighs> Dash it all. Thank heavens. May I help you, Miss Steele? <gasps> My dame. I didn't expect to see you here. Nor I, Miss. Shouldn't you be at the game? My character, unfortunately, did not make it out of the antechamber. Oh, let me guess you rolled an eleven. Very good. The orc is a most formidable opponent. As, I should hope, are you. I like to think so. Of course you do. And the suit of armour, still there? Indeed, miss, it does not move. You're absolutely certain of that. I could have sworn. I cannot be absolutely certain of anything, as... Anything could happen at any given moment, but I am relatively certain. Glenning Hall is not haunted, Miss Steele. What about that cottage out there? Uh, those would be the additional guest quarters for the corporeal, of course. <laughs> of course. And do we have any additional guests? None that I am aware of. Yes. Well, I really should get back to the game. You really should. What do you expect when all the guests are spies? Oh, Miss Steele, your token, you appear to have dropped... I suppose it's only a quick detour to bring it to her. What in the... You can't come in here and do that. Who are you? I demand you stop this instant. From the world of the incomparable radio theater. Space is big. There's a lot of it. And so is time. But time, there's never enough. The more you explore, the more you realize how little of each we get to know. They say it's the journey, not the destination the people we met along the way. People change. They grow up, move on, grow old. Some surprise you, some surpass you, and some, some you lose, and always too soon. Because time moves like an arrow, once shot, 
always going forward. Unless you're a Galaxy Scout. After years of retirement, Scoutmaster Green heads back into space with old friends and new, flying headlong into the greatest mystery he's ever known, and the most dangerous adversary he's ever faced. Wait, what was that? Coming soon to the incomparable, the adventures of Galaxy Scouts Green! I don't see anything about Dangerous Adversary here. How many episodes is this, anyway? A ten-part adventure coming to the incomparable radio theater. I only have eight scripts here. Ten parts, coming soon. And I'm rolling for what again? Initiative, my dear. Twelve. This is good. You're prepared to charge into the hallway. Squire? You there! What are you doing? Step away from her. It's not what you think. I think she's not looking for a drink right now. I just said it's not. Yes, yes, you're a spy. Of course you're a spy. Miss Steele spotted that last night. Oh, of course she did. Now step away from... Olivia? It looks like she found another body. How dare. The butler did it. But he's not part of the ministry. He's just household stuff. And you are? Mallard. John Mallard. Let me guess. Gervaise is running you. Indeed I am, squire. So the question is, why would someone killing off members of the division, or the ministry, why would they kill the Maya Domo? Berenson and Peterson were in the same division, weren't they? They were part of Realm. Before you ask, it's need to know. And you do not need to know. Not yet. Not ever. We've been trying to shut the program down. Let me guess. It's out of control and killing people. Good guess? Very. A token? The castle gate. Where are you, Miss Steele? Let's see if there are any additional guests or not, Mayor Domo. Olly olly oxen free, all ye outs come on free. So much for corporeal. I bet you must be Carruthers. No, don't get up. Why bring you out here when everyone else was left where they fell? Unless you weren't dead. You were a programmer, weren't you? What, pray tell, were you programming? And look at that. You were an archer in miniature as well. What in the... Suits of armour, and none of you are hollow. Or haunted. Cybernites. It's time, Gervais. Time for what? Tell me about Realm. All you need to know is... All I need to know is why it's killing people left and right. Automatic soldiers. Ducky! Shush! Excuse me? Androids, robots, what you will. And a suit of armour. Knights of the realm. <sighs> Cyber knights, yes. Because who would suspect the suits of armour in Whitehall, or anywhere, were more than mere decoration? Cyber knights? But how? How now, John Squire? Wait! 
Mrs. M. Ducky, go. No. Stay with her, Mallard. I've got this. Was it Carruthers? Uh, I rather doubt that. Too late to make a run for it. Well, I'm game if you are, Mum. Uh, I would have liked to have seen the village. Odd that you're being so polite about letting me poke around in here. But I suppose you only do what you're told, don't you? Oh, spoke too soon. Yes, yes, sir. Right away, sir. I've activated A113 again. I assume Steele has been dispatched by now. Never assume. What are you... How are you... Oh, I'm quite well, thank you very much. And yourself? You shouldn't be here. I rather gathered that. But A113 killed you and returned to his post. Mm, apparently not. I count 11. How many nights do you have? 12. These are... Wait. Are you cleared for this? What? Let me guess, the Realm Project. But I thought... No, you assumed. Why aren't they attacking you? Oh, that's outside my realm of understanding. I keep programming you into the kill matrix. This isn't possible unless... Hold it right there. Uh, hey, you get away from me. No, uh, no. Ah! They always run. Must be the boots. Let's see. I suppose this is Carruthers' crossbow. That may come in handy. And perhaps if I turn this on. Hmm. Now, to find Squire. That was easy. What in God's name are you doing up there? There's nowhere to go up here. You can't get away, you know. I don't have to get away. I just need to keep you occupied. Excuse me? This is where you say the jig is up, or some such thing. But you don't know the jig at all, do you? I know about Realm and the Cybernites. Good, good. Then I don't have to explain that before you die. I have you at a disadvantage, Sir Humphrey. The only way off the roof is behind me. Strictly speaking, that's not true. But I don't need to get through you, Squire. I just need to wait you out. How so? The only way onto the roof is behind you as well. Testing my metal, Sir Humphrey? There's nothing you can do, Squire. Best make your peace with your god. Well, still in one piece. Nothing I can do, eh? Sir Humphrey? Yes, that's his name. Very sus. Come again. Never mind. Miss Steele, I'm surprised to see you. Your man down there was surprised as well. Apparently I was programmed into the kill matrix, whatever that is. Henshaw! Good man. It'll be a shame about him soon enough. Your token. You must have lost it, and Mayodomo found it. The Cybernites honing on the tokens. Some sort of radio signal, of course. Very good. I knew I could count on you to figure this out. Which is why I knew I had to kill you. You're eliminating everyone involved in the Realm Project. And everyone investigating it. I must admit, I didn't expect to have to take things into my own hands, but... Come see, come sir. It is what it is. Since you put it that way... Wait. What are you doing? Oh, don't worry. I'm not aiming at you. No! Not a fan of guest houses, Miss Steele. 
not a fan of a phalanx of cybernites hiding inside guest houses, Squire. What are you doing, Squire? Catch. A token of my appreciation for a lovely holiday, Sir Humphrey. What? No. A113, I command you to stop right now. What was the safe word? Bother! Checkmate! Capybara! You're not going to believe this, but there's a suit of armor right behind me. Then again, you might. Toss me your token. Don't you dare, A113! What do you say? Leave it to nominative determinism. Ducky? Ducky? This is for Mrs. M. Let this guy fall. Catch! What? Pride goeth, Sahara. Damn busters! <laughs> I knew it! Now we'll see who... Humphrey Dumfries had a great fall, literally and metaphorically. Nominative determinism, indeed. Well, Squire, what did you get me this time? Aside from a holiday like no other. You know, drummers drumming, geese are laying, partridges in pear trees, all of that. I'm afraid we'll have to settle for one lord a-leaping. Oh, Squire, you shouldn't have. Just doing my job, Miss Steele. Now, about the five golden rings... And now, a special preview of a podcast miniseries about the life of Jack Kirby. A spark makes a universe. An idea makes a spark. Not bad! Better uppercut than Ozone Park, but your dodging and weaving has got nothing on Flatbush. I give Hell's Kitchen a 5 out of 10. You gotta make the trend, Stanley, not follow him. Face fronts, true believers! Verily, I just proclaim the magnificent Marvel Age of Comics is about to begin! Why can't you talk normal? I knew violence. I made it real. You want your hero punching Adolf Hitler in the face on the cover of the first issue? He's Captain America, the superhero that represents patriotism, that smashes the U.S.'s enemies. It's what he does. But can he sue us? The first issue of Captain America Comics sold one million copies. We've blown Superman and Batman out of the water. You're supposed to grow up and learn the world isn't divided into heroes and villains, but that never happened to me. What you've done with these heroes fighting, flying, running, they are all you. And if that isn't worth fighting for, I, I don't know what is because I fought for it. I'm not your hero, Ross. You know what I don't understand, Jack? You draw people punching each other in the face every day. You grew up in a street and you served in France. Yet you refuse to stand up for yourself. You refuse to fight. Sitting here at the drawing table, working into the wee hours of the night, taking his three sentences and turning them into this. An actual comic, a story, something someone can lose themselves in. That is the magic. That's why they call you the King, Jack. King Kirby. Those were my stories, too. You could have told them, Stan. King Kirby, based on the play by Crystal Skillman and Fred Van Lenti, starring Steve Rattazzi as Jack Kirby, 
Amy Lee Pearsall as Roz Kirby, Joseph Mathers as Joe Simon, Nat Cassidy as Stan Lee, Timothy McCown Reynolds as Martin Goodman. Music composition and sound editing by Bobby Cronin, recorded at Midtown Comics downtown in Manhattan. You know, I can do more than announce things. <laughs> I can do voices. Here, look, Cary Grant. Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> All right, how about John Pertwee? We'll have to reverse the polarity, Sarah. David Tennant? Run! <laughs> well, I'm also a song and dance man. <laughs> no, really, watch this. The Incomparable Radio Theater with Anthony Johnston as John Squire and Serenity Caldwell as Anna Steele with Moises Chuyan, Adina Hurley, Travis Bedard, Kathy Campbell, and Mike Hurley. Music by Chris Breen, words by David J. Lord, directed by Serenity Caldwell. Gosh, it feels good to say that. And not even out of breath. It's a handy skill in my day job. <laughs> Communications. <laughs>